RPG fans, welcome to episode 11 of the Switch RPG Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Philip, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Gio. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, a little under the weather, but I will, I will push on. I will push on. You're dedicated to the cause. That's right. He's just he's he's got he's on adrenaline, and then E3, just E3 hype. That's yes, that's all it is. E3 juice. Can I say that? The, the juice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The E3 juice. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. And second of all, this is the show from switchrpg.com that brings you all the exciting news, upcoming game releases. And we've got a lot of that for you. And all the latest in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch platform. After we cover all of that, we then. Read your questions on air and try to answer them if we can. Remember, we're all about community here at the Switch RPG Podcast. So if you want to be part of the show, you can do one of several different things. First of all, you can email using the email address podcast at switchrpg.com. Or you can tweet using the hashtag switchrpgpodcast. Or you can dive into our Discord server at discord.switchrpg.com and post in our podcast channel. At the end of the day... We hope that you know we want to hear from you. And speaking of hearing from you, before we jump into all the E3 goodness, let's give you a little update. If you remember, yesterday was Monday. No, yesterday I want you listening to this. But anyway, Monday was was June the 11th. And that mm-hmm. means that we kicked off my new favorite thing. And that is this little thing called... The RPG World Cup 2018. That's right. That's right. It is up and running. And you came out in the dozens. We want to thank everyone who voted in day one of our polls. This was group the group A. And we do have a little update for you. We were recording this on Tuesday night. So that means that group A is completely done with voting. And we can, in fact, announce that the two game series that are moving on to the knockout rounds coming winning group a is the persona series and the runner up in group a is the mana series don't say runner up that just that's what it was i'm calling it what it is no they both advanced they're both number ones okay i i just don't like the way you you do you're demeaning the mana series. That's just you know not what cool. it. You know, I wish that I could say that they're both number ones, but if you look at the uh, the knockout stage tree, the winners of Group A will play the runners up of Group B, and the runners up of Group A have to play the winners of Group B. That means that it looks like the mana series may be playing Pokemon. Oh. So have fun with that. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on creating like a ton of burner accounts. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, Voter fraud. There will be no no, uh, match fixing here. No voter fraud. All right. So, uh, so yeah. So we can announce that the Persona series and the Mana series have both advanced to the knockout round. That means that that Super, uh, Super Mario RPG... Got the short end of the stick as well as the Trails series, which just bombed the heck out of everything. Now, uh, Mario RPG was was not very far behind. Uh, This was a pretty good, you know, three-way match, I would say. Yes, and also uh, another great three-way match so far is, like I said, we are recording on Tuesday night. So right now, Group B's voting has 16 hours left. And let me tell you, almost twice as many people have come out to vote for Group B. So thank you so much for all of the support and the engagement there. This has been great. We're up to almost 80 votes on uh, Group B. And so far, Pokemon is just smashing away with 67%. But then we have a very, very close close race for runner up and i am sweating this one out because (laughs) dragon age 
is in this group and it has currently is sitting in second place at 13%, but then both Ultima and Bloodborne are nipping at its heels with 10% apiece. So if you have any goodness in your heart, you'll go dro- you'll go vote for Dragon Age. Wait, wait, you can't be no, doing that. No, no, no. Just go you? vote. Just go vote. Just go vote. Remember, you can vote to uh, send who, what game or series you want to send into the next round. That's how this game works. If it happens to be Dragon Age, that'd be great. But if not, then you can break my heart and go with something else like Pokemon. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter because Pokemon is just going to murder the Mana series in the next round. So, there's your little update of the RPG World Cup 2018. Remember, you can check back every day for the current results and upcoming matches as well. We're happy and excited to keep going with that. Something else we're happy and excited about is E3 2018. Geo, just before we dive into the Nintendo side of things, because that's what this episode is going to be. Right. We're going to kind of we're going to kind of step back from RPG for the day. Because this is like Christmas for gamers is E3. So we're just going to talk about Nintendo's press conference and some other things that came out about Nintendo over the weekend. But before we dive into Nintendo, uh, Gio, from what you've seen of this E3, how have you liked it? And what, you know, what's something that sort of caught your eye? Um, if we're if we're able to step out of the Nintendo world, I think I think Microsoft had a lot of um, a lot of good stuff going for it. Um, and, and they, and out of all the bigger, you know, Nintendo, um, Xbox, I mean, Microsoft and Sony, I think Microsoft had one of the better, smoother conferences. Um, but as far as Nintendo is concerned, I'm, I'm, it was a little underwhelming. Maybe I was expecting a little bit too much. They didn't really show off that much. Maybe because they tend to do this a lot with the treehouse, how it's a big event. Mm-hmm. They may they may sneak in a few other things um down the line. I don't I'm not I'm not sure. Um but I'm I'm to be honest, I'm more excited about the I'm happy Fire Emblem was finally shown off. And yeah, congrats to Captain Volger who I was concerned for his sanity. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm very happy that, that 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 did get announced. But I'm also happy that uh Cyberpunk is is in in the mix because I've been waiting for that one for for a while and I'm really excited to to see see that actual game see the actual gameplay. Um, yeah. So uh, so for me, just big picture, but like 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 you said before, we dive into Nintendo big picture things. Thought Microsoft, as far as presentation wise, thought that they were the flashiest, had the smoothest step by step conference as far as content goes just because of my like gaming preferences i did like sony's conference sony did some weird things with their presentation there was a weird intermission they're super strange there was yeah, the, uh moving pacing, people from one set yeah and the pacing was all off but as far as games go of course i i do i do like sony i like sony's exclusives so this really spoke to me really excited about last of us 2 uh whatever kojima is doing in his convoluted little brain Still don't know what death stranding is keep, about keep doing it yeah keep doing it <laughs> uh but then also uh some of the stuff spider-man really excited about spider-man it and then awesome. something that's not an exclusive control by i can't remedy i think was the was the dev uh looked like a like inception meets doctor strange in a video game so i'm kind of on board for that i like the psychedelic uh just yeah. it looked like a dream that i've had right. before So I like Sony stuff. Now, something else that stood out to me, and this is for the complete opposite reasons, no hype at all, really disappointing, Square Enix, to me, dropped the freaking ball, okay? What did they they even show off? If I may, for just one moment, if I can, because this is, I mean, Square Enix, RPG, one of the the best RPG makers of all time, so let me... Let me get something off of my shoulders, okay? So with Square Enix. Now, you got to you gotta understand, I love Square Enix. This is not me hating on them at all. This is me lamenting the fact that I was hoping for so many things from them because time after time, I give them chances and they keep, they keep swinging and missing. There's so many things that they do right. There's so many things that they do wrong. This was one of those just... I don't understand how this happened. Okay. You're so like a you, disappointed father right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. 
Dad, that's worse. Um, but anyway, so like they come out, they have a conference at E3. So you have a conference, people expect something to come out of that conference. Then you hype it up for like a month. Mm-hmm. So we're expecting to see things. When you're introducing the conference, you're like, please wait until the very end. Turns out that, that was just a polite request. Like, hopefully don't turn it off because this is going to be awful. But we were <laughs> thinking if we're waiting to the very end, maybe there's this one, one more thing. Maybe this is something big. Like maybe this conference is just going to grip us by just the, the, the face and make us stay until the end. No, this was a, I will say a, a pathetic excuse of a conference. And why I say that is because not only did we, we didn't see anything new really like we already knew Dra- uh, dragon quest was coming out that was really the the biggest thing okay we did find out that uh uh platinum is is making a new game that was cool okay so aside from those two things we saw some dragon quest stuff and we saw some platinum stuff aside from that you easily could have had uh you easily could have had tomb raider in like the xbox expo okay right easily could have done that and you could have dispersed some of your other stuff in, in other conferences as well Speaking of the Xbox conference, turns out that that was like the Square Enix conference 1.0 because 75% of the stuff that Square Enix showed was already seen in the Xbox conference. Right. Like, it, I guess that's unfortunate that they came first, but like you... Well, they know the scheduling and it's, exactly. not, it's not a surprise. Exactly. So it's on Square Enix to, number one, tell them no, you can't show this stuff. Control do pull a Nintendo control the messaging or number two have enough footage of things that when Kingdom Hearts comes up twice you don't show the same dang same trailer thing. which is one of your premier games and you show the same trailer and then to me it was even more egregious that when we got to the PlayStation conference that they showed a, a different trailer and it was a cool trailer so like you already had multiple things of footage and it was like xbox was like hey we need we need to show your thing and you're like okay cool it was just it was to me it was a mess like it was a mess of a thing because this was a this was a video that could have been released like a nintendo direct like two weeks ago right and then you just had all those games playable on the show floor just get us hyped for e3 and have all those games don't like don't build your audience up. It was almost like they weren't thinking about the fans in a way. It was mm-hmm. like they wanted the stage and then they had nothing. They had nothing for anyone. Uh, and to me, the biggest, the, my biggest problem was that a lot of the stuff was quote unquote spoiled in the Xbox show. And then there was no effort. It seems like there was no effort to, shake it up in the square enix like if you're going to have your shown elsewhere look at ubisoft ubisoft had uh the division and one other thing i can't remember shown in the xbox but when it was in the ubisoft conference it was something completely different they right, you go, in, different go into more detail about it. it it just makes makes sense like you had said with kingdom hearts you show your frozen trailer but like give give me something else in your own trailer show a little bit more real actual gameplay um, yeah, don't show a trailer. Show like a slice of the game. Right. Get into it. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll get off my square next to the box, but that was just like me being disappointed because like I was expecting something. Right. But there was just really nothing there. So square, you disappoint me square. Okay. One more time. All right. So let's dive into a bit of Nintendo news. Um, before we actually get to the Nintendo uh, conference, which was uh, this morning, as the time that we're recording, it was Tuesday morning. Uh, first, our, I think kind of our first piece of Nintendo news actually came in the Xbox conference. Right. And that was that Tales of Vesperia is getting a remaster. And that's, uh, that's big. That's big news. I know a lot of people who are huge Tales of fans. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was big, big news to see that a definitive version was coming out. Now that was, it was premiered in the Xbox conference, but then it was uh, confirmed later that it is actually coming multi-platform. So it will be on PS4, PC, and big news, Nintendo Switch. I just hope it it's all out at the same time. I hope there's no delay for us at, uh, in the Nintendo side. Yeah, and yeah I, I mean... 
Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, and, and just to just to go on that, I've been told that this Tales of Vesperia is probably one of the best iterations. Uh, I did just actually recently buy it on the 360, uh, only to learn that it's now coming to the Nintendo Switch. So I probably won't won't play it on the Xbox 360. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for this. Hopefully not. Did they have a release date for it? I don't believe they. Uh, right now, did. and the the information I'm looking at right now is on Polygon. So if you want to go okay. check out the Polygon article, please do so. Right now, they just say winter, winter of 2018. Okay, so I'll just wait. Let's wait a little bit longer. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's big. You do bring up a great point, and I was going to, I was going to, um, I was going to come back, but I was going to defend it with, well, it's a remaster, a support, so like, hopefully, it will come out at the same time. But that did nothing for Dark Souls. So, right, you know, like Dark Souls got delayed on the Switch. So, yeah, I'm with you. I hope this doesn't get pushed into like March of next year. That would be a big disappointment because this is a huge get for for Nintendo. This is a really big tales of game uh really great rpg just a really really good rpg that would fit really well on the system so yeah just just be prepared for it just be prepared for the delay be prepared for disappointment which is what i tell myself every time i see square enix's logo (laughs) (laughs) all right so then uh we had that and then i guess that was the only thing well in uh, Ubisoft's conference, they showed off a, a bit more of the Donkey Kong uh, DLC for uh, Kingdom Battle, Mario yep. Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. And that was that was a pretty cool thing. They had uh, they had live music, uh, the soundtrack over gameplay, which was I believe the only time in the entirety of E3 that there was music played with actual gameplay behind it. This was like you, the year of music, and yeah, well, <laughs> this was the only one that had gameplay behind it. Just stepping outside of, I guess, gaming in general, what are your thoughts on music at E3? Generally, that's not that good. Generally. It's all, yeah, it, it's all in the presentation and how they handle it, and I thought that this this particular thing in the Ubisoft conference was the only way that it was handled well because you had gameplay set behind it, so it was almost like this was the Enhancing music. It. This is the music that would that would be in the trailer, and they're right. just syncing it. So then that's cool because then, like, as someone watching the stream, it can cut to the musicians. It can cut back to the uh, the gameplay footage. I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Everyone else, the Bethesda conference, the two in the Sony conference, neither. There was another of those, one in, in Ubisoft. Wasn't the it? Just Dance, the ten minutes right. of the panda dancing. <laughs> None of that had any kind of meaningful gameplay behind it. So it just lengthened things. It really messed with rhythm. Right. Uh, but but anyway, yeah, the the DLC was shown off a little bit more. Looks super cool. If you like Kingdom Battle, I think this is going to be a great piece, uh, an extra piece. If you like DK, he looks great. Yeah. So I think I think it's going to be fun. That game was is very very good, and this DLC looks like it's going to be substantial. So that's pretty cool. I didn't think it was going to be back when they announced it in the direct, but after seeing it yet, was it yesterday? Yeah. After Mm -hmm. seeing it yesterday, I think, I think it's going to be pretty sizable. I mean, they're, they're, they're touting it. They're celebrating it in a way that makes me think that, yeah, it's going to be pretty substantial. And I mean, Square Enix isn't making it. So there's a chance that it's actually good. Oh my! This is just a, this is just a Square Enix bashing. <laughs> this is just divulging into just. It, it's a good. It's a good time of year. We're all happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just having fun. I'm just having. Fun. <laughs> all right. So then, um, so then we let's let's talk about the uh, actual Nintendo E3 conference. And we're going to cover. We're going to try to cover most of the things um, that that was shown today. Uh, okay, so going back to something you said a few minutes ago, Geo. Uh, overall, Nintendo showing were you were you more disappointed than anything? Or no, I wasn't disappointed. I was underwhelmed. Uh, okay. Some of some of the stuff was kind of you know the leaks, I, I guess you could say, or the you know kind of kind of dampened you know my feelings for the the showing. But yeah, I was just underwhelmed. I was just expecting a little bit more. That's all. So. I'm kind of with you because there were some glare to me would be some glaring absences. Okay. Yeah. 
I because like like you, I'm glad that we did get a Fire Emblem something trailer. And it was a trailer. It was good. And we got the release date. But I, I know a lot of people were hoping for Animal Crossing. I know a lot of people were hoping for something about the the Pokemon 2019. Now, I know the Let's Go was in there. A lot of people were hoping for more Let's Go stuff. Right. And that that wasn't there wasn't you really actually the case. if you stood if you stood behind and watched you actually got a lot in the treehouse you got a mm-hmm. lot of Pokemon Let's Go, um and it it answered some of the questions I had about it. It actually makes me I think I may in fact get it. It looks really it looks really cool. I'm not I'm ninety eight percent sure that I'm going to get it. I really okay. I really I really like that, and that would be my my first Pokemon venture. Um, I just felt like you could have taken five minutes off of the smash, the smash yep. and put, cause that's like your next big release is the let's go. You could have put a little bit more in that, in that section. Um, but then we, uh, we also didn't get anything about Metroid prime. That right. was, that was the other glaring omission. Uh, so I, I'm with you in that. Like when, when I, when I think about it, I am a bit underwhelmed but I'm also, and I don't know if this is a valid excuse or not, but I'm also trying to take into consideration that Nintendo kind of lives in their own reality a bit. In just in that, we know that we'll probably, like you were saying, we're going to get some more juicy details in the treehouse afterwards. Right. And then we'll probably get a direct in a couple of months. There's already, um, I don't know if you follow him, but Stealth on uh, on Twitter is talking. Like he really believes that they're going to be showing Yoshi, which was another omission, Yoshi later this year in some sort of direct. So like they kind of have like their own schedule of things, and like E3 doesn't mean anything to them, right? Because they have these directs. You know, not everyone does. I mean, Xbox is kind of doing that with the Xbox inside. It's a little, it's a little bit of a different format, but Nintendo kind of does the, you're right. They live in their own reality where they, they have these directs every once in a while. And sometimes they have game specific directs. Um, So yeah, they, they don't look at, they looking at E3 like as a heavy promotion for Smash Brothers, at least this year, last year it was Mario Odyssey. So you're, you're going to get, um, you, you, that's what you're going to get out of E3. They, they, it's just a heavy promotion of, of a game. And they use their directs for for their... That's kind of like their E3 split up, basically. Yeah, yeah. And and it's, it's similar but different. But how, like, where was Rockstar this time with no, Red Dead nowhere. 2? Right. Nowhere to be found. Because they don't, they don't go by the the normal um well, like media you know um, yeah and calendar. they don't need it they don't yeah. need, they don't need it they they and they don't have other than you know grand theft auto and and this this red dead game that's coming out what else do they really make they i mean it's not like i mean you could kind of say the same thing for bethesda mm-hmm. i mean you have fallout you have skyrim well but um, bethesda also is a publisher so that's where it gets right. kind of I mean, weird yeah, they have they have other smaller studios that work underneath them and i don't believe rockstar has that they're, uh, well, they're is the, 2k their publisher 2k I, I at least at one point it was i don't i'm not sure okay if it is now. yeah i'm or take two or something like that i don't i don't know i don't know I don't, i'm not pretending to know but yeah uh, i just kind of like think about it similarly and like just so people don't think that i'm being uh hypocritical here because oh well square didn't have you know square was underwhelming but you were all over then but the thing is like with between uh comparing Nintendo and Square is that Square has consistently like dropped the ball on things to the point where I'm like losing faith in them like delivering when I when I'm expecting them to because right. like they've slipped on they've slipped on dates they've put out things that just frankly haven't been the best quality um and just time and time and time and again or there's no communication at all it's bad communication when it is but Nintendo, on the other hand, usually puts out quality stuff. They usually put it out on time. Mm-hmm. And then they also keep throughout the year consistent communication with their fans. So right. that's where, like, in this case, I'm giving Nintendo a slight pass because I can almost expect in a few months 
I'll see something cool from them again. And then right. also like, let's not discount like the smash reveal was pretty awesome. Like yeah. I, I, I'm really, I'm really into that. Whereas with square, I just, there wasn't that splash, you know, like mm-hmm. if they had, if they had one more thing to, and then came out with like, here's a good chunk of final fantasy seven remake. Look, we'd be talking about a completely different story because I'm a sucker and it's like, Oh, well, here's some candy for you. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, you're and great, it, Square. It you're great. It didn't have to be. It didn't have to be much of anything for for them to to show off. You know, Final Fantasy VII. Just you know, a 10 second, like you said, one more thing and be done with it, and, and that would satisfy a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so uh, diving into some specifics, uh, we did get. Uh, I, this isn't. I don't think I. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to go in order here because I don't necessarily remember the order, but I know that it did open up with uh, Damon X Machina, Damon Cross Machina. Right, right. It's kind of like a mech assault. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, like a cell shaded. Um, it's coming. It's a new project from Marvelous and First Studio, and we didn't really get much, but it's supposed to be coming in 2019 to the Switch. And one I don't thing- know if this game is for me. Well, it's it's definitely not for me. Um, but one thing that it wasn't very clear if it was a first party IP, if it was a new IP for Nintendo, or if it's coming out for other systems. Um, so it's just interesting that they have a a new IP. It's it's just kind of cool. Sure. Um, and then uh, we did, like I said, this isn't necessarily going order, but then we did get Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, finally. Because it's been, it's what it's been a while since we heard anything Fire Emblem. I want to uh, say over a year now. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people were very uh, disappointed that there was no showing of Fire Emblem in the past couple of directs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is this is Philip from the outside looking in because I'm not a, a Fire Emblem fan, and just the fact that I've not played the games, I'm excited. Uh, but from the outside looking in, this seemed like a good showing of the game. It seems like. There's been some positive reaction to it. People are excited about it. Right. It seems like it's a nice step forward for the for the series. I would love to hear some like more diehard Fire Emblem fans. I would love to hear some opinions on that. But just from the outside looking in, seems like pretty good showing. Yeah, I mean, from some of the gameplay that I've seen in other Fire Emblem games, this one looks more immersive. You have you have like soldiers around your character moving and and it it just looks really really good it looks really really cool and and i'm not a fire emblem expert at all other than watching gameplay on 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 youtube or whatever but this this may be my this will be my first uh in this in the series to play for sure oh yeah i mean i'm definitely coming out and saying i am absolutely getting this game um absolutely playing it and like i've it's not like i've avoided fire emblem in the past just hasn't worked out i actually um the switch is my first nintendo console in a long time like i had a wii uh but then and then i didn't really have the handhelds like i I got a 3ds very late i like very recently got a 3ds so then it's just been a matter of like building that backlog of of stuff if fire emblem just hasn't been there yet so like i've yeah. been interested in fire emblem but looking at this i'm like oh wait that's gonna be that's gonna be number one that, i mean that, that's gonna be my first fire emblem game uh so I, i'm really excited like you were talking about i really like sort of that like the battalions of soldiers around right. the character so that whenever because it's a tactical arch rpg it makes it feel like a battlefield mm-hmm. um whereas because uh, i am playing um i am playing the banner saga which i am loving it's also tactical RPG, but it is more traditional in as the one unit per yeah, square. Right. So then it feels like a chess game. Whereas this new Fire Emblem um, Three Houses, because of the the units and they're all kind of moving in one, it does feel sort of like an actual war battlefield. I, I kind right. of like that. Yeah, it looks it looks really 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 good. All right, so then uh, we got uh, Super Mario Party. Uh, Gio, uh, what did you think of this? Finally, this was kind of unexpected for me, anyways. But just some of the cool things that they're doing with the Switch, if you remember watching it, where they just laid two consoles down, 
right? And then they can kind of rearrange a map or whatever it was. And just, they have their reference line that they create and then they just play the game. How, how innovative is that? Is that? That's, that's pretty cool. And just to finally have a, a Mario party game on this, on the switch is, is awesome. I don't know if you've ever played Mario party games, they can make or break relationships. It's a really fun time. And another interesting thing, and Nintendo has been doing this, I feel like throughout their marketing for the Switch, no children in that. Yeah, true. I didn't think I about that. I don't believe there was anyways. There were, there, were, there were adults. Adults were the only ones playing that. So, again, that shows what kind of direction they want to market this. So, it, it's, it looks fun. It looks really fun. Yeah, I have I have a great background in Mario Party, both playing with close friends growing up on the 64 and then also with my siblings. I'm actually the oldest of five. So like growing up, there was there was four of us that were like of age to play. And that was just it was it was perfect yep. for. Um, and so the thing is that like we played the Wii and the Wii U versions of Mario Party and just didn't wasn't what well, we weren't the biggest fans because right. you know it got to the point where like you're all in the same car and there was something magical about like the the N64 where you each got your own paths and you were all, all doing different things and so I was glad to see it's a return to that it, mm-hmm. You know, so that it is just like a like a Candyland board almost, and you're choosing what route you want to go. I like that. You're so right. Like it was really neat for this to be Mario Party, but we're seeing a really neat, uh, innovative way to use the hardware. So it's not just the software that's cool, but it's the hardware that's cool. And you talked about the laying the, 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 the units down and then mm-hmm. just drawing the line between them. And all of a sudden that's where it connect. That's really cool. And it, that, that kind of showed you that you could have touched the, the consoles at any point, drew a line and it would have connected there. Right. So that was really cool. But even sort of not even that far, I just liked the shot where you had the, the two units were sitting back to back so that you had two people on each side. Right, uh, right, looking yep. at their own screen so that it was like a it was almost like a, a, a battleship yep. scenario or something you know and so it just it makes me think there's going to be so many different ways to play this uh, and it's going to lead to strange relationships uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easily and, and, and rivalries and things like that so yeah I, I'm, I'm really hyped for that yeah uh, definitely a, a buy for me as well all right, so then um, a big one here. Uh, a big one was actually something that we talked about pretty extensively last week. It was one of the things that I was hoping to see. Not only did we get Fortnite, but we got Fortnite today. So huge get, super smart get for Nintendo. And then to say you can download it at 10 a.m., that was pretty phenomenal. My God, that I mean, it only it only made sense. It was on like everything other than the Nintendo Switch. And I don't know if you recall a few episodes back, I did say that it was going to come out that day. Yeah, you called I, it. You I called, called it. it. I'm, I'm taking it. points for that. And oh, I already you got, got it. it. Look at that. I already got it. Yeah, I already nice. got it. So I, I think I think it's the perfect fit as long as they can get the um the optimization uh, as long as they can get the optimization. Sure and the the online play to work uh we did have a sort of a second story here to cover with fortnite on switch it came out once again there were things coming out after the actual showcase uh one of the things that came up you've got the you got the tweet here from wario 64 who tweeted that fortnite on switch supports party chat through the headphone jack not through the nintendo mobile app currently turned off but will be turned on thursday so this is this is pretty big, right? It, it is. It is pretty big because then it leads you like, say, for example, if you wanted to have it docked and, and have a microphone, you can, there are wireless inventions out there that where you can plug it into the, the dock. I mean, to the audio jack while it's docked and have wireless headphones with a microphone. So it will, it, I, w- I would assume it would work as well. So this is, 
this is big. Nintendo's kind of stepping out of their, I guess, their comfort zone, not relying too much on on their on their app, which is kind of clunky to use, anyways. So it is that's big. But just having Fortnite on on the Nintendo is another big thing. I mean, it's one of the most popular games going right now. So will it push sales? I I don't know. It could. I mean, it's it's it's. I would assume for these you know, for these more than casual Fortnite players, they can take it wherever you want now. You know, you don't have to lug around the console. This is actually one area where I think, because we, we you, you mentioned no kids in the, in the marketing, mm-hmm. but this is where I think kids come in because I can easily see this being a case where it seems like every, every kid knows about Fortnite. That just right. that you know they they just know that that's a game that has sort of seeped down to you know uh eight through thirteen level, right? And so I can easily see this being a scenario where they all know about that game. One or two kids all of a sudden brings their switches to school, and they're playing Fortnite at school, and then or you know to a friend's house or something, and maybe you know. Billy doesn't have a switch. Well, mom, dad, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Steven has, Steven has a switch and it's Fortnite's on the switch, you know? And so then all of a sudden it pushes the sale that way because now it's the end thing to have Fortnite on the go. Because I mean, it's just the end thing right now to play Fortnite. I mean, right. you got, uh, movie stars and music stars playing Fortnite. Uh, but now you're going to be walking on the street and seeing people, you know, at a coffee shop or something playing Fortnite. Right. So, I think this was this had to happen, and I think honestly, I I, I think it was you that that said uh, a couple weeks ago that this easily could have come out sooner, but it was just waiting for E3 because I think this right. is just a, a big splash. It's a good thing to have, and to have the out today, you can't beat that. Now, one of the problems they're having, you know, it is cross-platform crossplay. Uh, Microsoft is in on it. I believe you can crossplay with mobile. I believe. Uh, as PC. far as I know, yeah. Yeah, PC, just Sony. What's what's Ooh, going on? There? Okay, <laughs> yeah. So there's so many things that I think Sony does really, really well. But then there are others that they are just in the actual dark ages, perpetuating just this dark ages of, of, of gaming life. And this is one of them. They are just so, so against crossplay. And for for a company who claims that they're in the gamer's corner so much, this is something that is just completely flies in the face of that. Because like you said, you have Xbox and you know PC and Nintendo seem to have it all together. Like, hey, let's get together so that people can play together because mm-hmm. everybody wins. Everybody right. wins. Like it, you're not stealing from the platform. Like if you open it up and people are playing PC and Xbox together, you're not Xbox isn't converting anybody. You're just making it easier for PS4 players to stay PS4 players and Xbox players to stay Xbox players. You know what happens? Like, you know how you get, you know, uh, console conversions is when you have more friends that play Xbox than do PS4. All of a sudden, next generation, you got to get an Xbox if you want to play with your friends. That's what causes conversion. Crossplay doesn't do that. Do you think it's a case where, you know, Sony sees themselves as in the lead? And oh, they just yeah. they oh, have yeah. the ball and they don't want to play with anyone. If it I, were I th- reversed, and, and I, I, you know, I'm, I don't know this. You, you know, Xbox, you know, Phil Spencer a lot better than I do. But if it were reversed, you know, Xbox may not may not play as friendly either. Uh, right. But I guarantee, if Sony was behind, they would most definitely be playing a lot more friendly than they are right now. Yeah, I think that's that's what it feels like to me. Is that oh, they, they yeah. don't want to play with anyone. Uh, I, I think and they got to be very careful because some of the things that they're doing reminds me of very uh, the PS2 to PS3 Sony. Uh, and, and I actually did a lot of research on that era for whenever I was in school and stuff. And they were so, so cocky, so sure of themselves that a lot of their business practices just were like, you know what? We're so great. You're going to love whatever we do. And that wasn't the case. They almost mm-hmm. bombed the PS3 era. 
And uh, some of the things that they're doing now, like you're saying, like they're in the lead. They can't, they can't lose. But if they're not careful, I think that they could wind up losing eventually because this is just something this not allowing name changes. Um, some of their online uh, rules and things like that. It just so old fashioned in my mind. So, but yeah, there, there is that, that problem. And, and it's, it's, it's bad because like you not only does it not allow cross play but you can't even sign in with your with your uh epic id your epic account if your epic account is already synced linked to your ps4 your sony so i mean that is that is awful that is just (laughs) awful and i'm not i'm not giving sony a pass for it um okay so then we've got let's see what else uh we've got uh a a big one here uh xenoblade chronicles 2 dlc uh what was it it's uh torna the golden country is an expansion it releases this fall now i haven't necessarily finished the game is this something do you know is this something like i would have i would need to finish the game in order to sort of get what this is it, Did you get it a feel feels for that? like it feels like it is, yeah. Um, and this is actually free if you pre, if you got the season pass. I want to say a while ago. I don't know what the time frame was. So this is free for season pass members. They actually are coming out with a physical edition for this. I don't know why, but they are. Um, but just going and listen, you know, just watching the video and listening to the story, it feels like you you need to finish the game. Um, which is kind of a big deal. I mean, if you think about it, because it, it is a it's a lengthy game to begin with, and then you're adding this content. I don't know how much content it is, but to, to ask that of people feels like feels like a lot. But it looks cool. Um, it's it's got you know new blades, new characters, so it's got everything you want in it in a bulky DLC. And their DLCs have been really good. If I don't know if you got their season pass, but a lot of the items, a lot of the a lot of the story, the questing, um, has been pretty good. And this will release on September fourteenth. Let's stay in RPG land, uh, and we did get a little bit of Octopath Traveler news. I was kind of concerned when I saw Octopath Traveler in there because. I know Rich in, in Discord is like tired of seeing Octopath stuff. He just wants the game to, to be out. I'm sort of in the same boat. Like I, I don't want I don't want to see anything else. Like I just want to experience it. But cool thing that did come out is that there will be a new demo. If you remember, there was the demo of Octopath Traveler in the eShop for the longest time. You were able to take a survey to give feedback on the demo. The came the devs came out with a cool video that talked about all of the things that they were updating and or changing based on the feedback from fans. That was super awesome. Mm-hmm. So now they're putting out another demo, and this is going to come out on June the 15th. So that is this Friday. Oh, June the 14th. I'm sorry. 14th, yeah. June the 14th. So that is this Thursday. So when you're listening to this. It should be tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow. So the awesome thing to me about this demo, because my thing with demos is I don't want to waste my time on something I'm going to replay later. But the thing with this demo is that your progress will actually carry over to the full game once you get the full game. I think that that is perfect. Other games have been doing this recently. This is the way that the games need to handle this. It really respects your player's time. And it just gives them a, a little bit of a head start. So I'm all for this. Yeah, uh, very cool. I mean, even with the 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 new trailer and actually any of the trailers, you don't really get much of, of an overarching story. You don't really know about what's going on. You know the characters and what their their job types are or, or whatever they are. You know about that, but you know you don't really know much of anything, which is kind of cool. The game's coming out in just about a month, and this this demo. I wonder how much, like, will it just be another two characters? Will it be all the characters? Like, how how bulky of a demo is this going to be? Well, I'm also wondering, I mean, if if this is a scenario where your progress carries over, doesn't that 
almost have to make it the beginning of the game. Yeah, and like so, a, uh, a prologue, yeah. Yeah, and so like the last one took about five hours to beat, I think, about on on average. So mm-hmm. if you gave us the first five hours of the game, I think that, that would be pretty darn cool and pretty That's darn pretty big. exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it were just like the, the first portion of the game, so that then whenever you load it in, that's the only way that I can think about it working, right? Because like I don't think you could give a middle piece unless it were like, oh, the items you obtain and the levels that you obtain. Right. I don't know. Like I'm not yeah, sure. Like I said, it's probably some sort of a prologue, uh, kind of, and this may even be involved in or in the actual retail game when that comes out. You may have this demo or whatever it is we're getting, which it just seems like we're getting it in advance. You, do you know what I mean? So we're yeah, getting absolutely. a prologue in advance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you think about it that way, that's what it feels like it is. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm i just... Big thing for this from to me was the uh, demo uh, carrying over progress. Super cool yeah. stuff. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Peach, Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, a, little, a little of this was shown. You said that a lot more was shown in the treehouse afterward. I guess we got some gameplay... Yeah. Uh, and that's actually where I did see I did see some more from this. We're able to see combat. Uh, I, the parts that I was watching, you were like you're fighting other trainers. It seemed like yeah, I'm, I'm, could, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking a different language right now, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you could you could fight under other trainers. Now, I didn't watch so much of it where I actually know I did see there was uh, some short gym battle um, thing that I saw. I didn't see all of it. Uh, but you could fight trainers. You, what I like about it is you can actually see the Pokemon in the wild. It was so annoying getting these random encounters. Uh, so that's that's kind of a cool cool way thing. The one thing I really I'm not sure how I feel about it is the 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 use of motion controls. Mm. Yeah, it's a forced, right? It is forced. Like if you're playing this in complete handheld, what are you gonna do? I mean, you you're gonna mm. chuck this thing. This is three hundred dollar piece of equipment. Just kind of, I don't know. I don't know about that. It it would be nice if it was just kind of like quick time button thing, rather than gyro controls. I mean, in Zelda they had gyro controls and handheld with some of the dungeons, Mm -hmm. which was okay. You know, but you're not tossing your controller around, or you're not tossing it. You're not, you know. So I I mean, does this cost have to be that violent? Like, could could it just be like a (laughs) just like a sort of a forward thing? Maybe, maybe I'm just too aggressive. Maybe you're just one of those people that really got into the Wii Bowling and thought that yeah, you're and in I the smashed alley. a few TVs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so I'm not sure how I feel. I've never been a fan of motion controls, which is why yeah, I yeah. I trailed off in the Wii era. Mm-hmm. It's just the motion controls, the kind of the forced use of it irritated me. I'm just a standard. Give me a controller in my hand, and and go. Back in my day, we just plug the controller in and press buttons. What you don't plug your controllers in? <laughs> I do. Are, are you are you against wireless controllers too? No, no, I'm not. I'm not that hardcore. <laughs> I don't want to sit more than three feet away from the screen. Yeah, these these control cords are so short nowadays. But the game looks looks awesome. That's that the, th- is the thing. The look. Yeah, the, it looks awesome. Um, in that little demo that they show, they showed you riding Onyx, and, and Onyx is just massive thing it looks so funny but it looks so cool at the same time so i was kind of on the fence about this but seeing it a little bit more i think i'm i'm more into it than i was before and of course and of course for those out there that this would apply to uh there is a pretty steep connectivity with pokemon go yep. you can import uh, Pokemon that you catch from Go into Let's Go. I don't know if that is every every Pokemon, but I mean, I guess some of them. I, I think I it's the only the original one fifty. One fifty. Okay. Yeah, because uh, now that they have Alolan forms and everything, I don't know exactly what's going to transfer over. Um, and also because there are different um, IVs in Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go, I'm not sure how that transfer is going to work. So once you transfer in a Pokemon into Let's Go. It's it can't go back, so you have to be pretty certain that you want it to happen. Uh, okay, okay, gotcha. Uh, and there so, is actually player trading as well, right? Yes. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of like with Fire Emblem. I'm I'm ninety eight percent sure I'm I'm getting this game. This is gonna be my first my first go. Uh, one. Excellent. Uh, Okay, so then we had some third party stuff and some indie stuff. Uh, We did get the uh, Hollow Knight is out today. This game looked really cool. Side scroller. Um, I probably will be getting that. Uh, Actually, in the Bethesda conference, uh, Fallout Shelter was a out today. So Mm -hmm. Fallout Shelter, massively popular uh, sort of spinoff game of the Fallout series uh, has been on mobile for a long time um was it was it on pc maybe it was and uh so now is it coming to consoles now it's coming, it's coming to, to um i don't know about xbox i'm, I'm i would think assume that yes but it's coming to, it's coming everywhere okay yeah but um, but for our purposes it it did come to switch sunday night now did they say the their card game was coming over to switch as well they did. They did. That was great. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know if we have a release date on that yet, but yes, uh, the legend is it Elder Scrolls Legends yeah. is supposedly getting a, a visual overhaul yep. and then some added functionality and then that will be coming basically everywhere. And then also we can almost positively assume that the newly announced Elder Scrolls Blades game will be making its way to Switch at some point mm-hmm. uh, because they is starting out on mobile and then uh, there will be, it'll, it'll be in VR and then Todd Howard did make the statement and I want this game to eventually wind up everywhere. So, I mean, if Skyrim is on the Switch, we can almost guarantee that Blades will be on the Switch as well. Blades is interesting to me. I don't know if that's just like an immediate, I'm going to go get it. Uh, but but it will be free as is fallout shelter. Um, so I mean, they're putting out Bethesda is doing a great job of putting out content that works really well on, on a mobile platform. So I've already got shelter downloaded. I've I've played, um, I had been playing shelter for quite a while now on, on my phone. So kind of cool that I'll be able to play it on, on a switch now. And, um, and the card game, I've never played that one. I played Gwent and Hearthstone, um, for for again for quite a while now. So I actually downloaded Legends on my phone, hoping to maybe see what it's all about and and get into it. Did they also say Wolfenstein? Um, we we or, knew we knew uh, the second Wolf. Okay, or Wolfenstein was, was coming. Another out, right? something else. Maybe okay. I can't think of it now, but but yeah, they're they're doing a, a bang up job there. Uh, with their with their content so it's good to uh so yeah i'm looking up elder scrolls legends i i've played a little bit of it um the card collecting games not necessarily my my cup of tea like i i don't hate them Mm -hmm. uh i'm not great at them uh so that kind of goes into my opinion of them but uh elder scrolls legends as far as i know pretty solid of of this type um yeah. in the app store it did get editor's choice in the games category and it does have a 4.3 out of 5 rating. So I mean that that's pretty solid and that was you know with uh 200 over 200,000 or I don't know how 2. Point, how do you read that? 2.13,000. What? 2.13? Yeah, that's weird. I guess that, is that 2000? Is that 2000 or is that 2 million? I don't know. That, that was, that was strange. Anyway, a bunch of people reviewed it and got over four stars. So yeah, I'm excited about all that stuff. Uh, cool. It's a good time to own a switch. That, that's what it comes down to. Yep. There's so much coming out for it. Uh, and I, there were some other stuff. There's this killer queen black game that seemed pretty cool. It was like mm-hmm. a, like an arcadey thing that has eight player uh, platforming. And then yeah. I'm not into again, sorry to interrupt, but I'm I'm not into that game. I would rather have seen it swapped with something else. Uh-huh. Like I don't feel that that game has the cachet to even be at a Nintendo Direct E3, but you know, it is what it is. Uh I I would have rather seen Hyper Light Drifter myself. Something else. Yeah. You know, uh okay, and then the granddaddy of them all uh, Super Smash Brothers, what they were actually here for. It is called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 
The big headline here, we did not know this going in. We weren't sure what the roster was going to be. The big headline here is everyone is here. Uh, Unbelievable. Right? Uh, I, and what I uh, what I consider historic moment, uh, they revealed that every single fighter that has ever appeared in any Smash Brothers game will be in this one. This is just gigantic. The fact that we have Cloud uh, with the way that Square Enix is acting recently. Uh, the fact that we have Cloud back, absolutely huge. I was shocked. And we have Snake back. Yep. Snake so, back. You got, you got Bayonetta. You have... It's everyone. <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone. No one uh, is people, left behind because I, I missed a couple of them. So people I've never even played or seen before, like Wolf, I, I've never played him. Right, uh, he's back as well. Um, we and they added have, someone. We added. Well, they added uh, Daisy as well, right? Uh, they added yep. Daisy, and then they added uh, Ridley. Is it Ridley or Ripley? I don't know. Not Ripley. What am I thinking? Is it, it's Ridley, right? <laughs> yeah, it is Ridley. It's Ridley. It's Ridley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a, a dragon type creature from, from Metroid. Metroid. Yep. And that was a big. That was big. Everybody was excited about that. So, um, in addition to that, uh, we've got a bunch of a bunch of stages back, and now I believe every stage has the Omega setting and also the battlefield setting, mm-hmm. um, which is which is awesome. And then uh, they they did a bunch of tweaking of the actual fighting mechanics. Everybody has tweaked styles now. They did things to the jumping. They did things to the blocking. I mean, got super technical. Some some people complained just how deep they went in the actual press conference. But like, I am so excited about Smash now. Yeah, this is this is gonna be awesome. And and just to go into a little deeper like they got really super technical even you know if you're playing 1v1 you're you you take you take less damage no you take more damage mm-hmm. if you're playing with multiplayer up to eight people they said now you take less damage so the damage like they th- it seems like this i forget who who uh the main developer sakurai sakurai yeah, okay yeah, sakurai. it seems like he didn't sleep at all he's like yeah. thinking <laughs> he's like thinking of everything it is so cool. I mean, it looks beautiful. I mean, I mean, what else can you say? It's Super Smash Brothers. Everyone was kind of, you know, was waiting for this. I I think they could have shortened shortened it just to kind of, you know, be a little negative. They could have shortened it to show other stuff and maybe just along with the treehouse continue to show Super Smash Brothers down the line. But at any rate, it, you got everyone there. I mean, you're not going to have anybody saying, oh, why isn't this character here? Why isn't this character? Like, everyone's in there. Okay. Everyone. everyone. Well, well, we say that. We say that, but there's already there's been a bunch of people complaining about Waluigi not being in there. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> it's Waluigi. Has, has yeah. he been in it before? No, he hasn't. But I, apparently, like, people have wanted Waluigi in there for, like, years and years. And now there are, like, news articles being written on Waluigi being stiffed again for... Yeah, they they just don't like Waluigi. I I would have I would have loved to have seen like a rabid Mario, a rabid Yoshi, and then we'll have the Waluigi fans just <laughs> just complaining. It would have been awesome. You know, who's to yeah. say that you know they they couldn't? I'm sure they could add them in at some point, but they uh, never there, have. There's still there's still a lot of speculation that we will get a couple of a uh, couple of more fighters either this week or as time goes on because yeah. uh, the release date is December. Uh, yep. December seventh. So we've still got six months before. I was I was out. really hoping that um you know Simon Belmont from Castlevania would be there, um but you know he he's just not he's not there. Yeah, uh, some people were hoping that it it would release alongside Nintendo Online. Yeah, and I, I thought wonder, it would be. Yeah, I, I did too. I was a little surprised at the date. I wonder if this is actually better in that it will give several months for online to be a thing for people to all you know, be on the, on the servers, like whatever needs to happen behind the scenes, we'll get taken care of. We'll get all the kinks worked out that way. Smash clean, clean launch. But what's going to stress the servers out? There's nothing. I, if I, you're projecting, I, there's again, nothing there. Not speaking my language. So I don't know. I'm just saying like, maybe, maybe you can iron like some other stuff than out. Splatoon. 
the chat, the, the, the app, the chatting chat app, whatever you want to call it is useless. You have, you have nothing to, to stress test these servers at all. Other than, other than that. I mean, I know it's, it's very popular, but that doesn't seem like it's enough. You could have added, you know, obviously the game's not going to be done. So you obviously you want a complete game. It, it is what it is at this point, but you just, you got nothing to stress test this right. online. And when it comes down to December, it's just going to be, it's going to be a mess. Uh, it may, so then maybe we're not getting a September because it's going to take three months to, uh, to, uh, whatever, uh, balance Kirby, yep. you know, balance okay. Kirby. Cause he's got, <laughs> he's got to transform into 60 different people now. Right. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. But, uh, overall very, very excited about this game. Cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. So yeah, that that's big. Most of the big things I, I can't remember if I'm missing something, but that was most of the big things uh, from the Nintendo thing. Uh, a lot of things to be excited about. Some things that a little disappointed didn't get shown. Uh, still, I'm waiting on an Animal Crossing. Still waiting on Metroid Prime, but we will get that. We'll get that all in good time. We'll get that on all in good time. Um, all right. So. Uh, I will call a bit of an audible here. We have been going an hour. So uh, we're just going to call this our E3 episode. And we did have one question, but we'll we'll save that for next week. Um, one listener question. We'll save that for next week. We'll also pick up the side quest next week as well. But we will call this our E3 breakdown episode. And it's going to be awesome. Nice. And I didn't really have time to play much of anything this week anyway. So did you? What, what, what did you play this week? I finished uh, Battle Chasers. Oh, finally. Finally. I, <laughs> finally. I looked at the time. Time on, I put 50 hours in that game. It didn't feel like 50 hours. That's a lot. That's good. That's a it's, substantial amount. What an awesome game. It's got New Game Plus. I don't know if I'll be able to get into it, but it it was. I love. I absolutely love that game. Definitely recommend it. I've seen it for 25 bucks. If you see it for 25 bucks, grab it. It's worth it. Looks great. Looks great. Uh, I'm still playing the Banner Saga. I actually picked up Mass Effect the, over the weekend and then played a little bit of Shadow of Mordor. Picked up The Last of Us. I will actually start streaming that tomorrow night. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, we want to uh, real quick thank our Patreon front page patrons, uh, Monarcel. Thank you so much for your support each and every month. You are awesome. And um, and for everybody else for listening to this episode, guys, it's so exciting for me every week to watch the listeners numbers grow and grow and grow. Our sub, our subs numbers are up higher than they've ever been. And each week, uh, we just keep tearing up our listening records. Um, we're, we're growing and it's exciting to me and, uh, yeah, thank you. It's all you. Thank you so much. We, uh, we, we love what we're doing here and, mm-hmm. uh, we're glad that, you know, we're able to provide you something to listen to maybe on the way to work once a week. So that will actually wrap up episode 11 of the Switch RPG podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for sending your questions and comments. Remember, we'll read those next week. Uh, keep them coming by emailing podcast at switchrpg.com or posting in the podcast thread at discord.switchrpg.com. Remember, you can listen to this show each and every week at switchrpg.com or you can sub on your favorite podcasting app. Download us there. Leave us a comment, a rating, five stars. If it's five stars, we'll read it on the show if I can remember to. Anyway, you just listening is good enough. If that's all you want to do, we appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can also head over to patreon.com slash switchrpg throw us a buck or two if you can spare it if not if you want to save it up for all the great games coming out that's no problem just you being a part of our community that's what we care about that's what matters to us you matter a lot to us and we love you for it yes finally remember you can always head over to switchrpg.com for all of your rpg needs on the nintendo switch platform until next time go out vote for Dragon Age and I'll see you around wait you can't end with that that's not cool vote for whoever you want to vote for especially if it's Dragon Age and more so if it's the mana because they're going to be going up to Pokemon 
and it's not looking <laughs> the good, Pokemon guys. Pokemon is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt bad. Oh, come on, you mana fans out there. We gotta destroy the Pokemans. Please. You know how many burner accounts I'm gonna make? It's gonna be millions. <laughs> we can't millions. end on that either. No voter fraud. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Bye.